music podcast. Guess what time o'clock it is? Music podcast time o'clock. Me and we were recording the music potty. That's what's happening. Potty potty. Hey everyone, this is the KCSU music podcast and we are the music directors. I'm Jalen. I'm Paris. And we're doing our November recap. So we're going to talk about some albums that we really enjoyed from the month of November this year. And that's going to be kind of it for today. Hmm. We've got some fun ones though. I think they're, I think, I think they're it's fun. an interesting lineup. How was your November? It was, <laughs> it was survivable. I had, I had real. A, there That's were there were, feel. there were big chunks of it that were like, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, we're cooking. Mm-hmm. And there were some other chunks of it where I was like, okay, who let bro cook? You know that? Have you ever seen that picture of Robert Pattinson like standing in a kitchen? Yes. That that's how I felt for the rest <laughs> of the month. Incredibly real. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Hard month. But finals are almost upon us, and that means that I get to not be doing school for like a month, which is beautiful. Right now, I think that's exactly what I need. Hard for me to think about the light at the end of the tunnel when I'm in the tunnel. Yeah. I'm in the finals tunnel, and I just have so much to do, and that's all I can think about. But That's understandable. Plus, I'm seeing Jeff Rosenstock. So that is that is also... So is there really anything else to that think actually about? Is, that's like my match in the darkness right now. Because I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I can see the light of the match that I'm holding in a shaky hand, praying it doesn't go out. Matches don't give off a lot of light, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's how dark it is. All right. Well, what's Let's what's our first what's our first album? Our first album is Penelope Scott's EP Mysteries for Rats. Which is a fire name. I love the name. It's, it's very such a good in name. the vein of Penelope Scott, if you're yeah. familiar with her. If you're unfamiliar with her, Penelope Scott is like one of those artists who kind of had a very like grassroots just blew up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, the in the vein of artists who only could blow up on TikTok because their stuff is so specific and very catered to like Gen Z. Yeah. But were you familiar with her before this? Were you a fan? Yes, I was. I love. Yay! I don't know what the first song I heard was. Probably some Probably other song Rat? that everyone else heard. She had a couple, yeah. A couple years ago, there were songs like, she has a song called Rat, which is about like how she used to be a fan of Elon Musk when she was like younger before she realized he's representative oh, of yeah. every like evil man in the world. No, I think I was, I think it was. Sweet Hibiscus Tea. Like those, like the Junkyard 2. Uh-huh. 2020. Songs, so like EP. Lavender and yeah. Sweet those i think that was my introduction but i think it was mine too i don't remember either i love again like you said it's a very niche kind of style mm-hmm. that penelope scott has and it's not at all to say that it's like inaccessible to people or that it's not enjoyable but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely like exactly what it is and if you're like a music by moods kind of person it doesn't fit a lot of the moods <laughs> that's it true. fits like more specific narrow kinds of moods mm-hmm. but i think it's really cool like it's very interesting i'm glad you like it and i i love it she's a controversial artist because like even before this i was like i literally just like searched her name online and half of what came up was just people talking about how much they hate her music Mm -hmm. part of it is because she became associated with like the idea of like oh feminist music is all it's all sounds like crap and blah 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 blah. so like i don't really take that criticism seriously because of the group that was like behind it because i'm like oh okay you don't really know anything about music and you're just mad that she's like a woman Uh making her own music with very like direct confrontational lyrics yeah but but yeah i mean her sound is very it's very like diy Mm -hmm. it's very like i don't even really know how to describe it it's like the intentional like we talk about and this is bear with me when we talk about like punk music and grunge and those kinds of genres Mm -hmm. there's a certain amount of 
polish and quality that they can obtain that they mm-hmm. tend to avoid yeah, that's because true. they want a certain sound and mm-hmm. they want the feeling of something that is DIY or that is not necessarily in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of ways, Penelope Scott's music tends to err on that side, especially on this on this like recent release. It's we can get into our little highlighted tracks. Mm-hmm. I we were just talking about Shuffle. Is that what it is? Yeah, Shuffle. Shuffle's great. And the like dirty synth like yeah. gross sound. That yeah, is. it is. It's kind of gross. It's like this gross kind of hyper electronic, mm-hmm. super like you can tell she's like making it on her own equipment. And there's like these little like toy piano sounds and stuff that she's kind of known for. And it's kind of it's very good for like I've seen her her music classified as like ADHD music. Mm. Because a lot of like neurodivergent people gravitate towards that kind of sound Mm because it's very like varied and it's very like bright and, and keeps your attention and stuff. The variations within the music are more extensive. You get a lot more, like, not necessarily pitch content, but, like, form content. Mm -hmm. One moment this is happening, one moment this is happening, and the next moment something else could happen altogether. Or Mm -hmm. we might sit in this current beat or vibe for a little bit longer than you'd expect. So it's it's a lot less predictable, and I think that that's also something that not necessarily everyone loves. But I think it's really, really interesting when you are listening to something and it's more through composed than it is... Mm -hmm. Like, here's the obvious structure of the song. You can pick it up immediately. But not all of her music is like that. So it's it keeps you on your toes a little bit. That's true. Some of the songs are like more straightforward and slower and stuff. But they're always very like confessional. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. I just Googled like what Google considers her genre. And it says hyperpop mixed with Baroque punk. Which I didn't know was a thing, but I'm like, yeah. Can you say the second one again? Baroque punk. Okay. I have research to do, apparently. Me too. I need to make a playlist of Baroque that's punk, apparently. crazy. Interesting. But yeah, that's, that's a great way to think about her music, I think. I just, I don't know. I really like her lyricism as like she's like the same age as me she's also like a college student and it's just it, it does kind of hit into that feeling mm-hmm. and that experience a lot of her songs are kind of about the experience of like how men have treated her yeah the song my highlighted track my main one is sin eater which is one of the standouts from the record i think it's really good it's really cool and like a lot of that song is kind of about the way she feels like men have i don't know twisted how she's represented into a way that makes her kind of have trouble understanding herself yeah that's a good one and gross also hits on that theme too Mm -hmm. which is so real like it's such a very like direct real topic to even talk about in a song so it's again like that kind of jarring raw kind of music that not everyone wants to listen to necessarily but Mm -hmm. Especially when the instrumentals are not catering to anyone by any means. Like they're not for people who are like, who aren't looking for something interesting or new. Mm -hmm. But I love it. I think it's wonderful. Me too. I am a rat. And I think if you are also a rat, you will like Penelope Scott. Me when I'm a rat. Yep. Okay. Next one. We pray at night. We stalk at night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Okay. Next one. Okay. The next one is Danny Brown's. Quaranta. Slay. And I was really excited about this. I know that you talked about this one. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about it together, mm-hmm. but I was really excited about it. I love Danny Brown. I think it's... Me too. I love his voice. Yes. He has one of my one. favorite voices so, in hip-hop. So good. I think for me, there's always been like this focus on not just the surface level lyrics of Danny Brown, but kind of his personality and his mm-hmm. story and his like just him
him in general is a big draw for me to his music. Mm -hmm. He's always come across to me as very real. Like True. there's nothing you can do about kind of understanding a little bit more about him through his music, which is surprising because I think in a lot of hip hop circles, there's less realness and more like I've got to write the best bar. Like mm -hmm. that's just the that's the that's the goal is to write the best yeah. bar. But even there's a few lines in this album where he's kind of like talking about his age and mm -hmm. how he's seen around the hip hop world. And those really, I thought, are very intriguing. It's just interesting to listen to to me. Well, Quaranta means 40 in Italian. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it is kind of him being like, guys, I'm 40, which I kind of love. It is a very like I'm 40 record, but in a good yeah. way. Like there's there's some like lines about just being like, man, I, I miss my wife. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so he's also funny. Yeah, he's, he's, also he's, really he's funny. like self-aware about it. Like he's like sad and you can tell that he's sad, but he's also like self-aware about it mm -hmm. in a way that I think is very like, I mean, I'd expect nothing less from him because he's always had that that slight like playfulness. Yeah. And it's it's not like hidden throughout the record. It's very much so like kind of part of the point mm -hmm. um the first track on the album is the title track yeah. similar to the album name and it's again it's kind of talking it explains that quanta means 40 and he kind of talks about how like rap has saved his life and he's really grateful for it but it's all this like stuff that's not necessarily good for him to talk about or that doesn't he doesn't feel good about and the chorus of the song is talking about how he's 40 and he's still rapping like it's it's really interesting to me to listen mm -hmm. to someone talk about like this probably partially external and partially internal conflict about like yeah okay well everybody around me that's doing what i'm doing is like 20 years old like i'm i'm not hip i'm not cool this isn't cool but like but in doing that he like is cool i agree yes <laughs> it's like the self-awareness gets you and you're like oh well look at you look at you you still got it you i think it's still dope. got it i mean and he, literally earlier this year he dropped a record with jpeg mafia mm -hmm. and you like can't really get cooler than that yeah so he's, he's fine. I also think it's really interesting the like direction that this album goes with the beats. Mm -hmm. The style of the, the, like the sound is very, very like reserved. Yeah, it feels kind of pared down, mm -hmm. but that kind of fits because I think he's more confessional on this record and it's more like introspective. Mm -hmm. And so I think that kind of fits with the, like the beats that he chose to rap over. Yeah. Like me, I think of Danny Brown typically as some kind of crazy, like up there personality, like I was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. And while he still can be that, it's interesting to see him kind of talk more about his little his personal struggles mm -hmm. and be so like intimate about it. Yeah. The first time I ever heard a Dan Danny Brown song was this like song by the Avalanches called Frankie mm -hmm. Sinatra that he's on. And I remember being like, who is this? Said, what is going what on? What is happening with this guy's voice? And I thought it was like someone putting on a voice to be like to, for whatever the vibe of the song. Mm -hmm. And then I heard his other stuff and I was like, no, this is just like what he's like and yeah. i thought that was so cool and like exciting and i like that he still like retains that kind of there's there's like this punky energy to him that yeah. i think he retains on this even as he's singing about like being old and lonely <laughs> yourself it's well it's that's like it's hard to talk about it yeah like it's something that we aren't as well versed in mm -hmm. is speaking about age through song mm -hmm. especially from a hip-hop lens yeah because people don't want to like hear it a lot of the time because it reminds them of themselves probably in their mm -hmm. own fears and i think that that's kind of holding everybody back yeah 
and like and he does like i mean hopefully this record will kind of be a window into that for people because he does such a good job mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah i wanted i wanted i want him to keep making music so yeah for sure i think this actually this and my second record that we'll get to later i won't spoil it Mm-mm. are both kind of like little lenses into what it means to be a creative for a long time true and like very true danny brown and this other non-disclosed artist that i will not <laughs> speak about both released i think on the same day i think it was it ended up being on the same day and it was like very interesting to me to kind of receive this pared down more intimate release from danny brown and also something wildly different from this artist who i by saying wildly different i'm probably spoiling it for a lot of people <laughs> yeah but, probably you know just such is life but it's it's really interesting because before now i think in hip-hop we've had this kind of expectation that once someone gets past the age of like 30 they just kind of disappear mm-hmm. from the like mainstream and we have a lot of people now who aren't really doing that they're kind of lasting longer than you would expect and i i love it i think it's awesome I'm, it makes me really excited because a lot of the mainstream rappers and hip-hop artists are very young and that's awesome but it's even more exciting to kind of think that 10 15 20 years from now a lot of those same artists could be releasing different stuff because they still love music and not necessarily stopping or re-releasing something that caters to the old heads of our generation Mm -hmm. because they don't know anything else yeah like i want to believe that as a creative you can stay that way like your entire life and Mm -hmm. always find new things to be inspired by so like when an older artist releases something experimental or like even if it's not what i expect from them or like what i like grew up loving Mm -hmm. i'm still excited to see it because i'm like oh like you're still inspired and you're still trying new things and it's cool to know that that's possible even because it's hard making anything is t- in my it's opinion making hard. anything is hard and Whenever making I make multiple things I'm, if i make one thing and i can like sustain it my entire life like that's a real temptation to mm-hmm. just be like oh this thing i made 20 years ago people still like it so cool might as well just keep going might as well just keep it pushing because i'm afraid of trying something new but to be brave enough to keep trying new things is very very cool mm-hmm. yeah thank you danny brown thank you danny brown oh wait sh- track shout outs <laughs> yes you go first i want to shout out dark sword angel first of all incredible title so and also good. just it's it's one of the funnier ones there's some funny lyrics in this one that i really like and enjoy um also i i, I talked a lot about him being like sad and i think the, yeah. the the number one sad i'm sad one on this one is down with it because that's what i was gonna say yes yeah, okay, go it ahead really is truly just him being like i fumbled yeah no <laughs> uh, no really like i really messed up wow man anyone else lonely and that's the song and i'm like oh thank thank you thank you daddy brown you've made me sad i hope she hears this bro I also really like I also really like Bass Jam. It's, Bass Jam is great. It's a really good like in between mm-hmm. to close out the album. I think it's I think it's so good. Yeah. I also like Celibate. Yes. But they're all good. Honestly, they're all really good. It's a really good album. I think like again, I They'll do this fit every with each time. Other very well. But, I think that this as an album fits really well. It's a very cohesive kind of like none of these songs I think would be better on a different release. Mm-hmm. I think all of them fit very well on this particular album. True. All right. What's our next one? Our next one I'm very excited about. It is by Jockstrap. Yes. It, it's technically like a reworked version of their record that came out last year, which is called I Love You, Jennifer B. This one is called I Love You, Cutie, I Envy You, but it's like stylized in a way where it's just like letters and 
like symbols kind yeah. of so it's 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 really cool like, I, I didn't I didn't know what it stood for I had to like look up so and be confused. like oh I love you cutie I envy you but the thing I really like about this record is it's it's remixes but it's not just like oh the same song from the past record and then like in parentheses remix like mm-hmm. they all have new titles they all have completely new directions some of them they recorded new sections for with like new features and mm-hmm. spoken like it's 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 kind of changing the game for like what you can do with like a remix album yeah and like I think it's the coolest thing ever i think I it's, really love it. i think it's really cool it's again like this kind of topic that's coming up again with like exploration and experimentation mm-hmm. there are i think there are artists who kind of start at a place where they've gotten comfortable in a genre and they kind of stay there for a while and then they move on mm-hmm. and then there are those like rare artists that are always looking for a new way to change their sound and yeah. are always looking for new things to add to their like set of tools mm-hmm. and jockstrap is one of the cooler ones in that second category yeah they're always getting weird with it at any given moment but again there is this like playfulness mm-hmm. and this just i don't know i'm i mean i'm a big fan of jockstrap anyway i'm a big fan of its members georgia ellery georgia ellery is from black country new road who i love uh-huh favorite band ever yeah um, and then Taylor Skylake is the is the other half, and all the tracks on this this remix album say like Taylor Sky like they credit his name separately, which mm-hmm. I think is interesting. And they like specifically say Taylor Sky remix because I think it's like kind of his baby is to go back to these songs they already made and then completely turn them into something new. Yeah, and it's like again, it's impressive. It's mm-hmm. just impressive to take something that already kind of had a shelf life and has already been this song that I thought was really cool in the first place. Yeah. And to take it and mold it into something new, I think that's something that we tend to be scared to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I've thought about, like, covers a lot. And when we find a really, really good cover, there's, like, one of two reasons. One, we think it's, like, so true to the original intention of the song and it's Mm -hmm. so good that it was just this beautiful reworking of it. Or someone takes something that we know and love already and kind of makes a different kind of homage to it. And it's really awesome to see that. Mm -hmm. So to take your own stuff and release a whole album of like hey look what else we could do we've kind of just like evolved all of these songs into a new little Mm -hmm. release and they're still just as good and they're also not the same like i might even like this better than i think it's and i'm I'm a big fan of of i love you jennifer b like it was one of my favorite records last year but i think i might like this better pain is real is like one of my favorite songs of the year yeah yeah definitely if we're doing track shout outs i have to okay the one there's some really good rap stuff on this the Mm -hmm. one that's been in my head i was telling you about this is all roads lead to london yeah which first of all it's a reworking of my favorite song off the last record which is concrete over water Mm -hmm. which is this beautiful like slow kind of love song but they turned it into this like rap track featuring kobe say and ersatz and i keep like singing the beginning over and over which is like when in rome anything goes it's, it's so, so good. good. It's just like, I can't emphasize enough. Another really good like rap one that almost goes into like hyper pop realm or honestly it does go into hyper pop mm-hmm. realms is Red Eye, which is yeah. featuring Ian Starr. That song goes crazy. It's so good. And then I have one more big shout out, which is the track Good Girl. Okay. Um, okay. Which is like, it's totally like this kind of like dancey club track. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of the themes that are in a lot of Jockstrap songs, which are about like dancing and like being gay and like having fun and all this stuff yeah that i love in their music and yeah good girl is really great another standout for me so good but yes 
that's I kind of those are like probably the standouts for me too. Mm-hmm. Other than Pain Is Real, I think Pain Is Real is probably my favorite one on the mm-hmm. record. It's not at all like any of the ones you just named. <laughs> There's like the opening is kind of confusing, and you're like, what's <laughs> going on? What is the sound I'm listening to? And then it just kind of morphs into this little cute breakbeat section. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. I love music that gives me things that I wish I heard more of. Yeah, that is something that's that a big I theme for this whole love podcast today. Uh-huh. Is like, oh, what's that? Sa- what's I that sound? And I then, didn't know you could do that. And then they take it away, and then it's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I, that's not the whole. That's not the song. This song does it twice and yeah. really well. The first time is kind of an abrupt stop, and the second time I think it flows a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And after this breakbeat section, you get like this really intimate and like almost like eerie kind of moment where it's just like these low, like not in the way synth sounds that you can't really pin your ear to. And there's only like two lines and it's just pain is real and love is real. And it's like, really, that says it all. That's the whole thing. Like, and it just keeps going. But the whole time you're like, wow, this is so simple. And yet I'm like, you've got me. I'm in it. It's here in my eye. So it's so, it's so good. Really, really awesome. I love Jack Sharp. My friend, I didn't know they came to Denver, but my friend went to their show and said it was like the most magical show. That sounds so good. And it was just like, like Georgia Ellery's voice, like echoing over this like crowd. I don't Bro. I know. I that was like, so I should have been there. Me crying. But yeah, shout out Jockstrap. Incredible fan. Love, love, love. I love you guys. Okay. Big fan. Okay. Okay. So I alluded to this earlier, mm-hmm. but as a lot of us know, Andre 3000 just released an album mm-hmm. and it has been- New Blue Sun. So, so talked about <laughs> because Andre 3000, again, outcast member, yeah. phenomenal rapper, has been kind of on the lowdown for a while. Every once in a while, he'll pop out and do something. But we've been expecting and hoping and anticipating this debut album from Andre 3000, his solo album. What's I mean. it going to be? And we've been like, When's what's, what's he going to do? What kind of bars <laughs> is he going to spit? He's going to go crazy. <laughs> and r- like right before the release of the album, he kind of started doing these interviews and mm-hmm. kind of started explaining everything. And I thought it was funny that he didn't like jump scare us with this yeah but i also respect it, it so much because so it would have been funny. hilarious oh my god he was like well yeah i tried like I've, I've been trying to write a rap album for a long time but it's just not what i'm like that's not where i'm at mm-hmm. and so this instrumental album that i'm releasing is very much a departure from what i've released in the past so it's this okay let me <laughs> i gotta break this it's hard to understand uh-huh. i had trouble grasping it let me break this down so break it down andre 3000 plays just a lot of flute so much album. flute like so much flute and pipe music i don't know there's like multiple different kinds uh-huh. so and i don't know the logistics i should go into it but yeah. it's it's very extensive and it's very extensive when i went into it i was like oh is it supposed to be music is it supposed to be like just flute music like is there stuff supporting it or what's going on and it's like this beautiful gorgeous new wave like it's crazy it's i think it's really phenomenal. really incredible to like i'm so happy that he like was like taking by this in this direction enough by like himself and his musical interests to be like okay i have to do this yeah and like because i'm sure if he released any of the the rap stuff that he did work on it would still be pretty good i'm like i he says that he's been having trouble like letting it speak to him you know Mm -hmm. like it doesn't speak to him anymore as an art style like Mm -hmm. in his current state like just who where he's at right now and that makes sense but i'm sure he could write some (laughs) <laughs> what he thinks of as not good bars that would just blow else, most of us out of the water. Like, so. like, I think if he released something, nobody would have even known he, like, struggled. Yeah. But at the same time, I really admire...
admire the like artistic purity of being like, yeah, I could do that, but I want it to be something I fully believe in. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. It's extremely admirable. And I've seen a lot of different discussion about the realness of that statement, like mm-hmm. whether or not we should believe that Andre 3000 himself can't just release a rap album. Mm-hmm. Or whether or not he wants to or whether or not it matters that he wants to or what he should or shouldn't be doing. But to me, it's just extremely awesome that he thought about it long and hard and was like, yeah, I think the best choice is still for me to release this instrumental flute album, this instrumental electronic flute album. There's no there's no bars. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 phenomenal. The bars are kind of in the titles. No, honestly, the opening. I have the tracks pulled up. The opening title kind of also explains it a little which the opening track is called i swear i really wanted to make a rap album but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time it's so which is so funny it's so there's good. like there's huge the titles are really funny which is like i i think it adds this element of playfulness that i really like mm-hmm. because it like it shows he's not taking it 100 percent seriously where he's like you need to listen to every second of this flute album and like be on my level like you can still see his like ability with words just in the titles yeah and the like humor in them because they're they're not like to me they're very poetic me too i think so as well to make this many like there are, there are eight tracks on the album mm-hmm. and all of them have these like banger titles that are just i kind of just want to read all of them out They're my favorite one really my favorite one is that night in hawaii when i turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that i couldn't control <laughs> it's so good <laughs> But I really so wanted good. to shout out track number two. Unironic, it's also one of my favorite tracks, but the title is something that I have talked about with my like people in my life, which is the slang word pussy rolls off of the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? It's and it's like, yes, I agree. And that makes you ponder. Like It does make you ponder and you start thinking about like why and women and all of it. And you're like, hmm. And you're listening to this, this album where there's no clear answers. Like yeah. there's no way for me to listen to the album and be like, oh, well, he explained. He explained why it rolls off the tongue with far better ease. No, <laughs> it's it's just like you read the title and then you receive 13 minutes of beautiful, beautiful flute and electronics music, uh-huh. and it's it's baffling. Like and it's hard to ponder. understand what's going on. Absolute, absolute banger album for pondering. And if you need to ponder, no, listen to this album. Throw this, this is on. the one. <laughs> it's it's impressive. Like the other thing I think I like about this album is there's no when you when you hear like instrumental flute electronics album i think a lot of us have thoughts of what that might mean or Mm -hmm. how boring that could possibly be or like Mm -hmm. i don't but like i this seems like the zeitgeist of some of our social communities but it's really really varied like it is very very the third track that i was talking about is like to me really interesting it's intense it's it is intense it totally captures the vibe of turning into a panther in hawaii no really i'm like what it has you... this almost like this like it's like subtle and it doesn't come across as like cheesy or overdone it's this subtle kind of like jungle sound mm-hmm. And I really, really like the subtlety because it, it captures this like very immersive vibe. Yeah, it's it that's immersive is a big mm-hmm. word I would use to describe the whole album. It's very interesting. It's it's so cool. And I don't know, like I've never thought that this is like my big theme for the semester, I guess, mm-hmm. is I've been really excited. There's been more than usual or just more than I've been aware of, like artists who are established kind of just like refusing to believe that creativity is dead. Yeah. And we 
talk a lot about how artists that are really, really popular make music for money and they lose their sight of what they were originally doing. And that happens all the time, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But Andre 3000, Danny Brown, Cautious Clay released a jazz album. Jockstrap is re-releasing versions of songs. That were already experimental to begin with. But are just like ripped apart, like totally dissected and re-put together. Exactly. And all of this experimentation, I think, is just phenomenal. It's awesome. And I think it puts us in a really good spot. Like, I love Uh, music for that reason. Me too. And to see a lot of people doing that is like really inspiring to me. It's exciting. Me too. Ugh. I love music. I love music. Music is cool. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a track shout out. Yes. Another one, which is Ants. Wait, what is it? Ants to you. Ants to you, to gods who? to who. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It Ugh. disappeared on my list. Yeah, that, I, I, I have talked about how I'm a big fan of a, of a track that has like a slow build mm-hmm. and then goes into this like crescendo kind of vibe. And this is the track on the record that really does that and has this like build up to this. And it's a shorter one too, but it has this really cool build up short for the album and yeah it's still like a seven minute song but <laughs> that is short for this 87 minute album yeah but it, it just all of these like different things come in at once and all of this like background electronic stuff and the flute builds up and it's just very it's very very beautiful yeah very like awe-inspiring it's awesome i love it yeah and there's plenty of people that worked on it with him like as far as the guitars and drums and gongs and like someone is credited for plants on the album album which is so cool (laughs) like that's just phenomenal i didn't know that yeah (laughs) like if you if you go on like wikipedia or like find the credits for Uh the album it's really interesting to like see what is actually on the album Mm because some of it doesn't stand out enough for you to notice so like there's all kinds of stuff like like i said the plants i guess when they credit Andre 3000 for the like low register panther tones, it's like panther toning is what he's credited for for that specific thing. Literally. Okay, so it's really <laughs> so cool. cool. It's it's I I would check it out. I think it's surprisingly uh, like obtainable for what it is. Yeah. And it is hip. It's cool. It's been getting a lot of cool focus in like jazz Spotify playlist circles, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Don't get me started on that. That's a whole question. Oh, for I me bet right that's now a is, whole thing. What is jazz music? What isn't jazz? music and man mm-hmm. i have strong opinions on that but this is fun 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 as you know paris and i love experimental music and things that are yeah. just changing the shape true, true. of the music landscape but it's it's awesome to see all these artists doing such cool things and i think that's i think that's it did, did we want to what amazing. was our honorable mention our honorable mention was one we both liked which is it's by orbiting human circus yes um which is the other project of the guy who does the music tapes which his name is julian coster he was in neutral milk hotel so he's a cool guy but phenomenal his guy. all he does lately with music tapes and orbiting human circus is like these jazz these old jazz standard covers phenomenal and he has this really like sweet almost childlike sounding voice Mm -hmm. and it's very specific and it's not the kind of voice you normally hear covering this type of music yeah and i really love everything he does it's really good i would check it out yeah very cool like lo-fi weird kind of warbly again a little bit experimental Mm -hmm. stuff that he brings to it so yeah honorable mention word okay okay guys we will see you so soon i don't know how soon because break is coming up so we are still going to be recording podcasts at some point but break is coming up so i hope you all have a wonderful end of your semester if this is getting to you before the end of the semester and if not if you're not in school i hope you have a nice end of the year yes enjoy enjoy a a little break winter is a beautiful month month set of months winter is a beautiful beautiful single month (laughs) 
it feels like one long month honestly but winter's a beautiful season enjoy it enjoy the the crystallized snow on your window that was beautiful yeah <laughs> okay well we will see you all in the next episode of our music podcast thanks so much for listening you can find all of our stuff that we do mm-hmm. on the radio 90.5 or you can go to the website and check out some of our articles or other content thanks ccsufm.com bye, bye.